Welcome to Shared Insights, the podcast from BA Insight. My name is Pete Wright, and I am joined today by our very own chairman and CEO, Masood Zarabian. Welcome to the show, Masood. I'm glad, you know, it's, I, I now know that it's 60 episodes is what it takes to get you to finally join us on the show. It's about time. Thank you, Peter, and hello, everybody. And I, I think it takes 60 episodes to invite me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> I regret ever bringing that up. Look, the topic today, <laughs> You uh, earlier this month, you released a, a paper titled Internal Search, Developing a Business Case, in which you presented your perspectives on the, the landscape of internal search. Specifically, you tackled what I, I think could be a Pesky challenge in determining relative importance of, of infra- infrastructure spending, which is how do you determine a viable return on your investment? Uh, so I'd like to set the stage a little bit this morning. What moved you to capture the current environment in this paper? Well, I've been at BA Insights for about five years. And prior to joining BA Insights, most of my career was in what people call business applications, whether it was You know, CRM systems, uh, knowledge management systems, customer facing, uh, e-learning systems to help with training. And and prior to that with CAD-CAM, all of which had ROI measurements and majority of which you could come up with formulas to show gains because majority of those things either were enabling technologies where you actually started being able to do something that you couldn't do before. Or you had metrics and measurements where you could actually measure what the impact of the solution was in terms of metrics. Uh, during my my time at BA Insight, one of the things that I've run into over and over again is customers, prospects, clients asking, how do we convince our management about the ROI of this solution? And the starting point of any ROI is you need to have data because you're trying to show that with the investment you're getting that you're you're making material improvements and therefore we get our money back. Uh, internal search is something for which people don't have uh, internal measurements. And I, I kind of jokingly told the customer, you know, I don't think when people w- went from typewriters to Word, anybody asked, does that mean that we are going to be able to write a lot more, right? It was, <laughs> it was very natural, right, to move right. toward because it automated things and it made us more productive. It was like an obvious productivity gain. Unfortunately, right. with internal search, due to a variety of reasons, a lot of which have to do with the failure of the implementations, the people look at it with, you know, an eye that says, Gee, I'm just not sure we gain much. And part of it is because historically it has been so costly. You know, if you're going to invest in something that costs you $5 million, uh, you're going to think about it differently than if it's going to cost you hundreds of thousands. And, and if you have invested in something that costs you two or three million, it failed. The next time you're going to be much more careful. So through the years, it's, it's just been a challenge for our clients and. And as I gained more and more experience, started thinking about, you know, we should have a position on this and we should try to come up with and acknowledge there are difficulties in trying to 
to do ROI on uh, for internal search, but on the other side, also show people that there is a lot of value, which is why this opinion paper was written. Early in the paper, there is a section where you outline the, the changing dynamic, let's say, in uh, users and their access and demand for more and more information, internal users, right? That the user demand for information has changed, that there is increasing complexity in enterprise IT, and that there's increasing supply of unstructured content. I uh, wrote my notes here in the margin uh, that I lovingly titled this question, this section, Users Don't Care About Your Technology Challenges. Can you talk a little bit about uh, about how the user experience and user demand has changed uh, and, and how that might be influencing uh, demands for internal search? Yeah, so so majority of that actually has to do with the customer environment, right? The, so when you think about, think about a new employee, I join a company, let's assume that I am a consultant in the big five. There's a lot of information that resides in the systems that are useful to me. But the only thing that I can do is go through enablement where the people teach me processes, people t- show me how to use maybe something called intranet, which has HR information, IT information. And then I partner with people and start being a junior on projects to learn. But there are, there's a lot of information about those projects in other systems. If you could consolidate that and show people the results of a search like we do on internet, where when we go and spend half hour and we become so knowledgeable about the subject, then that individual is starting to move in speed of light as opposed to, okay, I'm going to go through this process and learn on, on the job. I mean, learning on the job is something we used to do in 80s and 90s. You would think in, in this era that we should be able to, to, to let people access information in self-service mode, learn a lot of stuff, and then, then ask questions and, and improve that knowledge over a period of time. And, and the complexity of the, the organizations is obvious. I mean, everybody has cloud systems, right? You have a CRM system, you have document management system, you have billing systems, you have collaboration systems. Sometimes you have more than you know two or three collaboration systems. Uh, so, so the infrastructure complexity is there. The amount of of information that's getting added on a continuous basis is there. And it's just hard to keep up with it, keep up with it by having your own folders, right? Everybody, in the old days, we used to have our own personal folders and search our folders. You just can't do that anymore. I, I have, I, it feels to me like you're making a case for, uh, in some respects, the unintended consequences of uh, these major cloud infrastructure transformations, that, that one of the things that we may not have looked at clearly enough or soberly enough is is what uh, these cloud systems and access to internal information might be doing to uh, actually uh, hamper employees learning on the job. Is that a fair that assessment? That is a fair assessment, especially that it gets exasperated because you also have legacy systems, right? You you, you mm-hmm. also have on-premise systems. And then and then in in many industries and businesses, compliance makes them be, comf- be uncomfortable about moving all the information to the cloud. And therefore, you still are going to have information that will be in vaults on-premise because you feel more secure about it. But individuals need to have access to the information. So so do we want people to go and 
log into seven different systems to, to seek the same information and consolidate their brain? Or do we want to give them something that's more Google-like, right? Something like we do on the internet where we ask the question, a bunch of answers come, and then we explore. You actually mention uh, Google by name in the paper as sort of the Google challenge. Uh, we've mentioned the Google challenge uh, in, on this show a, a number of times in the past. I'm curious your perspective on the Google challenge before we dig into some of your, uh, uh, your process and, and um, uh, practical application of, of ROI. Yeah, so let me share a story with you. About three years ago, I was interviewing somebody to join BA Insight, and I was talking about the problem we were trying to solve. And uh, she turned around and said, you know, I can find information that I need about my company easier if I go on the internet and use Google than I can if I go inside my company and use our internet. And, and, and I found that to be hilarious. I mean, it, it is yeah. to me, to me, that was like a, a defining moment. We said, you know, we are, we are in fact not paying attention to what our, our users need. And I think the real Google challenge that the companies are, majority of the time when we think about search, we are living with old technology, which is basically uh, text search, which is something that internet went away from many, many years ago. We are look, living with very customized systems that are hard to change and tune, which then makes them lag behind the user needs. as organizations grow and, and they bring new people in. Uh, those people are used to a different world, right? Those people are used to Facebooks of the thing, you know, the world. They're using Google every day. They're doing a lot of things that are very modern. And meanwhile, we have these legacy systems that were customized to be, to be our so-called enterprise search or, or intranet that, that are very cumbersome and very hard to use. So that's what the Google challenge is in a way you know, just like internet went through generational change, right? Internal search has to do the same thing. Basically throw, throw what you have away and do something really new, radical from scratch. And, and so that gets us to this question of, of and, and maybe it's disingenuous to say that we're, we're justifying, um, you know, trying to find a way to better justify investments in internal search, right? It's, that, that may be too simplistic a way to, to talk about it. And it sounds like your perspective in here is that it is just that. It is too simple to say, we, you know, simple ROI calculations are enough to, um, to justify improvements in internal search because productivity is such a persnickety thing to to track and measure. Um, what is your, uh, what are you recommending uh, that we look at as an, an alternative calculation to ROI that makes a better case for internal investment like this? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually not saying that doing ROI um, is is wrong. I'm saying that to do ROI, you need data that you don't have. Therefore, it makes it very difficult. Right? Mm -hmm. you, know, you know, when you when you go and replace a you know in manufacturing, get a new machine in, you know that that machine can produce this much more, and therefore it's measurable. You can do instead of doing ten units a day, you do twenty units a day. But when you go and and do something that makes an employee's life easier when they're seeking information. And instead of spending 30 minutes to find something, they spend five minutes. You don't know that they're spending 30 minutes today because, because you're not measuring it, you're not surveying it, you're not asking them. You hear complaints from people about not being able to find information. So, so I do, I do 
think that you need to have a discussion about ROI, but not make it so mathematical that it becomes just that. Uh, the conversation should be about logic and obviousness. It is obvious that if somebody can find information faster, they can act on it faster. You know, now whether they found it one minute faster, five minutes faster, or 45 minutes faster may be subject to discussion. But whatever number you use in an organization of, you know, a thousand people, it becomes a lot of minutes. And a lot of minutes in a year, a lot of minutes in, in five years, and minutes that are not recoverable when you lose them on doing the wrong thing. So, so I'm trying to get people to think about ROI as a conversation, as opposed to a mathematical formula based on some history that they don't have. I'm also trying to get people to understand that there is, that there is a difference between soft and hard ROI, where Hard IOI actually measures productivity of machines and even people because, for example, in a call center, you know how many calls an individual can take, and if they can take more calls, that's a measurable thing. And call centers are run by those metrics. But when mm-hmm. you go outside the call center into engineering, that becomes much more difficult. If you're looking at your lawyers, right, maybe you can measure it through the number of hours where they where they are billing a customer. Um, you also need to worry about the health of your employees. I mean, I, I argue in my opinion paper that employees are customers, that you need to think about them customers because just like customers leave you if they have bad experience, employees will leave you if bad experience. And the cost of replacement of that employee is enormous. So uh, the, the goal is to create conversations so that people can say, okay, that makes sense. Because when things make sense to senior management, you don't have to spend as much time justifying it through numbers. You spend the time through logic, you use some examples, they give you some advice about what, what they need. And through that conversation, I think you get to the place where you have ROIs that make sense and, and, and they're comfortable with. And also value of, of internal search becomes more obvious. Well, and that is um, ultimately the the package that we're creating here, the return on value and its uh, and the importance in in thinking about this conversation in terms of engaged employees. Uh, Can you think of an example customer that is doing this this well? Give us a a, a more or less a real life case of of a customer that's that's doing this well and how they're doing it that actually um, you find is is more attuned to uh, accurate, you know, productivity management and gauging change over time. Yes, uh, and I, unfortunately, I cannot name the customer, but it is a life science, a large life sciences customer of ours, and they have gone through a couple of generational change. The first time when they did it, they rolled something out that was based on surveys they had done from a variety of people in their organization about issues associated with them finding information. Their goal when they rolled it out was measure it by number of searches people do on one side and the other side, they were going to do surveys on a regular basis to get satisfaction results. And what happened to them within six months of that rollout, they tripled the number of searches. And and when they asked people over a period of six months about the experience with search uh, versus before the rollout, they, they got a 75% approval rate. And in it, they found things like 
in I think it was 70 or 80 percent of the time when somebody searched for something, they found it on the first page. That was a major accomplishment, right? That's kind of like mm-hmm. Google like now, right? I'm right. searching for something, it ends up on the, at least it ends up on the first page, right? You know, those kinds of measurements are the kind of a thing that tells you you're getting results. They are since then, they've embarked on a second generation implementation. And in, in the second one, which is about to be rolled out, they have they have come up with a name for their internal search. And they're branding it so that they can promote it, right? Just like mm-hmm. Google promoted themselves. The thinking here is, look, this is something that's a tool for employees. You need to have an identity. It, it shouldn't be the name of some platform or some search engine. It should be the name of of what we use to improve productivity. That brand uh, is going to be promoted in multiple ways. They are now looking at adding the brand to desktop. So instead of going to a place where you do search to find information, you could effectively be able to search from any desktop in the company and get the results and and effectively make what's going on in the back end completely transparent to the to the to the end user, the employees. So employees will now have access in many ways without having to go to some people have done before SharePoint, right? I have to go to SharePoint to search. Now you don't do that. You search it and the information comes to you. And and I'm very optimistic that when they roll this, they're going to get even better results. One of their goals in the new new deployment is as you type in the information, they want to get to the place where 75% of the time, the, the drop down with the type ahead like you have on Google will get you the results before you finish the typing. And that's going to be pretty impressive because that basically says that that search doesn't really get completed in a traditional way, right? You don't type it and wait for results to come in. That what happens is resources start showing to you as you're typing. And that's a very different model than people have had historically in enterprise search. Well, it gets back to what we were talking about. You know, the users, they don't care about your backend technology challenges. They just care about how happy they are when they use the tool. And that's that's really what it sounds like we're getting to. As you're thinking about, um, you know, as we think about uh, folks who are listening to this conversation, uh, you know, let's say it's it's Monday, eight o'clock, day one, and they're ready to, to start uh, looking at their organization from this perspective of ROV. Um, you outline a number of of examples to consider uh, as you wrap up your uh, paper. I wonder if you could walk through those uh, to give folks a, a little bit of an idea of where they should start. Yeah, I mean, honestly, this the starting point needs to be that to, to solve the problem of internal search, you need to connect systems to each other. You know, one of the important uh, values of internet is that it is connected, right? It, it is it is connected everywhere to every page, to every site. And and on the internet, you actually on purpose go and put passwords if you want to block somebody. So to me, the starting point is connecting systems so that people can find information that's residing in your system. Uh, once you have done that, then life becomes much easier because now you have solved the backend infrastructure technology problem. And now what you can do is start looking at, okay, you know, you need UI, you need personalization like we do on internet. Uh, there's a bunch of other things that are value add in terms of how you bring this together. But the starting point to me from implementation perspective is that from a vision perspective, 
to me, the starting point is just get everybody to understand that the, the goal of the organization is to get to the place where you have Google-like experience for your employees. It may take you a while to get there. It may take a couple of iterations, but that should be a vision because everybody relates to it. As you uh, think about putting your thoughts in, in this paper, has that changed uh, or, or impacted uh, your strategy uh, in and around BA Insight? What does this kind of conversation do for you as a leader of the company? So, so actually what happened, this, this paper, uh, I, I put the, the topics of this paper uh, in an email to myself three years ago. Because at that time, I started figuring out some of the things that we need to do as a company. So in a way, the paper is a culmination of a bunch of things that happened in our lives as we uh, have evolved uh, in terms of product technology, in terms of what we bring to the market how we take advantage of AI technologies now to create, you know, experiences similar to Google. So, so yeah, I mean, the customers, the implementations, the evolving world, uh, the technology, the new technologies coming to the market have all influenced how we think. And, and at the end of it, it was time to turn around and put a bunch of things, you know, on a paper and share it with people since I can't by myself talk to the, to, to every company you know, that, that's involved in these kinds of things. And hopefully, because of this, we will influence the market in a positive way. And, and the paper is not written to promote our products. There are others that do some of the things we do. So the mm-hmm. paper is written to be my experience through these past five plus years with our employees and our customers and great implementations. Well, it's it's a wonderful and concise read, Masood. Thank you so much for uh, coming on the show and uh, sharing your thoughts. We have put your email address in the show notes of this episode, uh, and you know it, it is something that we hope will inspire a conversation. If you're interested to in requesting the full copy of this paper, uh, please swipe over to your show notes, tap the email address, and send Masood an email directly. And uh, let's get the conversation started. How's that sound? That sounds great. And I look forward to speaking to many people. Thank you so much, everybody, for downloading and listening to this show. Thank you so much to Masood Zarabian, our chairman and CEO, for taking the time uh, to share his thoughts on ROV. On behalf of Masood, I'm Pete Wright. And we'll catch you next time right here on Shared Insights, the podcast from BA Insight.